Hi, everybody. This is The Simpsons Show. I'm Robbie with my co-host, Matt, and we are here to talk about The Simpsons from the beginning. Matt, how are you? I am fantastic. I remember this episode being way better than it actually was. Oh, my God. It's so bad. Memory is a strange thing sometimes. It really is. Oh, God, it yeah uh hi guys we are brought to you by supporters on patreon you can support us by going to patreon.com slash the simpson show for only two dollars a month gain access to a lot of our bonus content Let's see weekly episode reviews of new simpsons episodes of the entirety of rick and morty of king of the hill we're starting we're doing bob's burgers whenever you have free time we're doing monthly bonus episodes for years now so much stuff we encourage you to check out thank everyone helps everyone who helps us out this week's episode is Bart vs. Lisa versus the Third Grade. Episode DABF20, originally aired November 17th, 2002, written by Tim Long, directed by Stephen Dean Moore, received a 7.47, 7. 747, Matt, <laughs> it's like a big airplane. Woo! Uh, with a, uh, let's see, oh, oh, viewed in 747 million, man, uh, Nielsen rating of 7. <laughs> I can't care, Matt, I just Good can't. one, Robbie, I'm Good struggling, one. I'm really, this is hard. The episode finished 44th in the ratings, tied with Becker in Boomtown. It was the highest rated progress on Fox a week, beating King of the Hill 24 and Malcolm in the Middle. Yay. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the chalkboard gag, fish, do not like coffee. Weird how that works. Uh, those poor fish. Those poor, poor fish. Uh, the couch gag in a parody of Get Smart. Homer goes through many futuristic doors, passway, passageways until he reaches the phone booth, falls through the floor, and lands on the couch. Haha, get it? It's just like uh, that show. It's the best part of this episode, Matt. Oh, by far. Oh, my God, by far. Oh, I at least enjoyed watching that. In fact, I backed it up to watch it again. Yeah, it's a pleasant, you know, 20 seconds, uh, which I cannot say about any other stretch of 20 seconds in this entire episode uh buckle buckle up guys uh i like matt said i've seen this episode before don't remember it i didn't remember it that's the answer i didn't remember it because i thought it was fine that is not true that is so very very not true it is it is bad this episode is not fine in any way um so we start off with some reality show jokes we get Animal Survivor, where the animals are eating each other, and then we have a, a show called Touch the Stove. Touch the Stove. Where you t where the contestant has to touch a hot stove. Mm -hmm. uh, there's some jokes here about actors and writers getting paid for, for their work, which, hey, I support that. I do as well, but apparently Homer does not. I, yeah. I, it, it's fine. Uh, the family decides... I'm 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 struggling to I watched this episode today, Matt, today, mm -hmm. and I'm trying to uh -huh. remember what is in it. Well, uh, at this point, the, the whole thing that, that starts this off is that the family wants more television choices. So they buy a satellite dish, well, and, but, no, no, you, but you, they get that you, money from a horse race. You don't see that makes it all sense. That's the thing, Matt. I read this note and it says family wins money at the horse races to buy a satellite dish. I remember the satellite dish. It becomes the focal point of the episode. Uh-huh. Horse races? That actually happens. Are you you're not you're not trying to like that, pull my leg or anything. That one hundred percent happens because Homer goes, I know just how to pay for it, uh, or uh, how to get that money with no risk. And it turns out the horse is named No Risk. <laughs> oh God, kill me now. 
I honestly don't remember any horse races in this. So they get the satellite installed. There's a joke about in- scheduling installation of of a satellite dish. Uh, it takes the months to get it installed. Flanders is excited because he could come over and watch the Christian Channel. Uh, yes, he's spending all his money on prey per view. Ha 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 ha. Uh, yeah, the we get that. Uh, pay-per-view which i would think that flanders would be against paying for television or pray or pay-per-views for that matter well that's one of the things is uh, throughout the show flanders has always had some sort of cable or satellite dish uh he just usually locks out all the channels to get all you, they have to get the important christian channels but they don't want all the pagan channels so obviously it's a little tougher for them i don't think it's that the continuity in this episode is nothing to do with the problem of it 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 doesn't matter, honestly. Nothing matters in this episode. Literally. It really matters. Nothing matters. Anything I tell you that happens, it doesn't matter. It's not funny. There's no plot. There's no character. What's left? Um, no, I got this. I got this. Uh, a boring plot that no one cares about. It's not, there's not even that. It's just, okay. So we get weird TV channels. They get a satellite edition installed. So now the Simpsons have access to hundreds and hundreds of channels um, including uh, news channels when it, the raw feed without the commercials. And there's a joke about Tom Brokaw having an eating disorder. Yes, because eating disorders are so hilarious. And there's a callback to it. <laughs> they have a callback to it. Yeah. There's a terrible, uh, awful joke about eating disorders. And then a callback to it later on in the episode. So the television shows are so exciting. There's just so many of them. There's just so much entertainment. At, at their fingertips, the family, specifically Bart and Homer, stop doing anything but watching television, and that includes not studying for important tests. Hey, Lise, want to try some satellite TV? We've got Japanese friends. Do you like my new shirt? It says reggae hairstyle, rock and roll. Could I be more Japanese? You are the emperor of last year. Your comeback shames me. How about the clock channel? Coming up on the clock channel, six o'clock. Wait a minute, I saw this one. Bart, I have to study for the elementary school achievement test, and so do you. Hey, I don't have to study on the weekend. It's Wednesday night. Kids, kids, you're both right. (sighs) We're back with Who Wants to Marry an Internet Billionaire? Ah, no, millionaire. Oh, well, now he's broke. Why don't you turn off the TV and join us for dessert? I made a pie. Put pie here. (sighs) Would you like some ice cream with that? Me not pig. Yes, me not pig. Exciting. Could you, Matt? Mm -hmm. what what's the what's the joke about what is the funny part about the japanese friends uh that japanese people are wacky is the best i got out of that they're from i'm from somewhere different i've got my own customs look at my crazy passport that's the i think that is the joke so Bart and Homer just basically stay on the couch. I think they even say Bart hasn't slept in two weeks, which I'd be worried about Bart's health at that point. 
Oh, yeah. But he has to take an achievement test. And he hasn't studied for it at all. And this makes me think of this episode does the thing that a lot of very bad Latter-day Simpsons episodes do. And they make me think of better other episodes that came earlier that do similar things, but work way better. Because mm-hmm. this makes me think of separate vocations, you know, achievement tests. Oh, yes, that's right. Um, which I love separate vocations. Uh, so, you know, I could I think, OK, you know, it's been about six minutes up to this point when I'm watching this show, this episode this time. Mm-hmm. And I think, OK, well, yeah, it's been slow getting started. But the show, this, they're going to use this test to, like, you know, get the plot going. And so, you know, Bart goes to school and he has to take the test and he's just daydreaming or hallucinating, I guess, about all the things he's seen on television instead of actually taking the test because he hasn't slept and he's delirious. Um, so we get a, a dream sequence with him imagining all the other students in the class as TV characters, as the Japanese friends, as the clock, as uh, the call. This is the callback to vomiting uh, Tom Brokaw. Tom very very great so then we go to we 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 the little montage there and we go to a uh, assembly school assembly we cut to mc caution who is rapping about safety like you do like you do uh it's of all the things in this episode mc caution actually doesn't it's fine um, if it was framed differently, I think I don't know why MC Caution is at this school assembly where Skinner is going to be announcing achievement test stuff. I mean, I, it's a, it seems like a generic uh, uh, the, the school assembly where lots of things happen. It just happens to be that oh, you know, he's got this weird presentation, but he's also got you know this. So MC, we see MC Caution, and then Skinner comes out and has some good news for Lisa. Now, I have one more important announcement to share with you. Would Lisa Simpson join me on stage? Lisa, because of your outstanding score on yesterday's big test, you're being immediately moved up to the third grade. She's not so great. She got diarrhea when we went to Carlsbad Caverns. Okay, Bart, since you like attention so much, I have a second announcement. I was going to tell you this privately, but because of your incredibly low test score, we're sending you back to third grade. What? I gotta be in the same class as her. What? I gotta be in the same class as him? They're gonna be in the same class as each other? An old army buddy is visiting Mannix? Homer's watching it on his satellite television. Because he can do that, obviously. You know, because of that whole... The satellite dish lets you have everything. It's not so... that uh, Again, I don't... That's a fine way to end the act, frankly. That, uh, Fair enough. It's fine. I this And then, then this... And this kind of propels us into, theoretically, what is the plot of this episode. Which is... Theoretically. Theoretically. Lisa getting pushed up a grade... And Bart being dropped down a grade. Putting them together? I don't know. Like, it makes... Th- and this, this first act in particular, makes me think of... I can't think of the episode. Uh, a military school, Lisa something something. Oh, uh, not Dignity. Uh, season 8. Um... Secret War. 
of Lisa, of, of Lisa Simpson. Simpson. It makes me think of that because yep. both Bart and Lisa being sent in the same place uh, for different reasons, having to coexist with each other. So I'm like, okay, this could be good. This might be as good as I remember or better even. Like, sure, this first act has been very empty and devoid of laughter, but maybe they'll get to the real character stuff in act two. Maybe. Maybe. But unlikely. Unlikely. They, we go to commercial, I, and this is the other thing, eight minutes and 34 seconds in, man. Eight and a half minutes into this in this episode, we go to act two. And when we come back, basically, we get to the core of the episode in that Bart and Lisa have to learn to appreciate one another yet again. Uh, we start out with their third grade teacher, uh, who is um, not a nice person. Let's put it that way. Class, meet our newest third graders, Lisa and Bart Simpson. Lisa comes to us from Miss Hoover, while Bart was taught by Mrs. Krabobble. Slut! Hi, Bart and Lisa! A rooster sits on a roof facing north. It lays an egg. Which way does it roll? Okay, the sun rises in the east, so the rooster would probably want to lay it on the cool side. Roosters don't lay eggs. They're boys. Very good, Bart. Mm-hmm. Lisa, I want you to stick close to your big brother until you catch up. <laughs> Young man, you're not in this class. What are you doing here? Laughing at jerks? Yes, laughing at jerks. That's what we could just call this entire episode, is us laughing at them. But because they're jerks, not because they're correct. I, it, it's really, I can't, I'm struggling. I, you it's can, okay, ha- Robbie, just talk it through. Talk you, it through. You can have, you can have, you know, the, the kids struggling with institutional problems. Like, you know, oh, they're in a different subculture. They're in a third, they're in both in a new class with new people. They don't have any other friends. And a new teacher who, sure, she could, she, she it, I don't care if she's mean. Like, that doesn't matter to me. But I, it's not interesting. It's not interesting to challenge Lisa this way. It's not interesting to see Bart this way. It's not, you know, Bart Excel, like, and I, I, I'll come back to uh, The Secret War of Lisa Simpson. Because I think it's such an easy comparison point. You can see how they are, Bart excels in military school because there's less of a focus on academics because he gets to go outside because he gets to you know be good at killing or whatever Mm -hmm. and lisa is challenged not because she's not smart but because of the physical activity required and because of of the institutional rules of being the only girl and their french their their relationship struggles because of those things and i don't they don't challenge either of Bart or Lisa's character with anything in this. All they do is have Bart and Lisa get mad at each other for dumb reasons. And they reason. make her up. For, yeah, for dumb reasons. Not for anything that is actually fundamental to their characters. It's not, you know, Bart goes, oh, I'm, I'm smarter than you. And he, but it's not, he's not smarter than her. He's not actually doing better than her. He's just getting A's because he knows the answers. Which, that could be the start of something? But it literally, it lasts for, what, two minutes, maybe, of the episode? Of that, like, little, of that segment? 
I think you're about to play a clip about it, but yep, that's all there is. There's nothing else. It doesn't go anywhere. There's nothing to, there's no, nothing, there's, it's not working towards a greater goal. It's just there. Basically, yes. <laughs> that's, I, I can't really add anything else because this episode is so empty of anything that would make it interesting. Yes, empty. That's a good word. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, so as we pointed out there, that Bart already knows all the third grade stuff because he's done it before. And apparently they don't change things from year to year, uh, which you would think that Bart would have had this teacher already, but maybe he had a different third grade teacher and they all teach the same things. Who the heck knows? Uh, but the important thing is uh, Lisa is not OK with this. She thinks that what Bart is doing is cheating and the third grade teacher disagrees. What's this weird mark next to my A? That's an A minus. Minus? Nice work, Bart. An A? Copacetic. You did better than me? Yeah, I took this test last year. The answer key never changes. B C B C A A B B C C D false false true William Jennings Bryan. That's cheating. Bart cheated. Young lady, in the third grade, we don't care for tattletales. Oh. And we don't care for moaners either. <laughs> Sobbing only pushes Bart's grade higher. That's right. Sobbing only pushes Bart's grade higher because uh, you like making kids suffer. That, that doesn't seem like a good thing to teach them. Just, you know, throwing that out there. It's arbitrary. Everything about this is arbitrary. And you can't you can't really base a good story on a bunch of arbit. You have to have actual like a like a basic foundation of what you want to achieve with an episode and everything should be working towards that same goal. Mm -hmm. Again, I say this a hundred times simple. It's simple. It's not that complicated. Like you but want it is, Robbie. Obviously it is. It's really not. It's not. The jokes are complicated. Making stuff funny. That's hard. But the problem is episode. Is it funny? Not even a little bit. And if you're not going to have it be funny, at least have it make sense and have it be about something. But it doesn't do any of it. And I, it just makes it, I, I, I started, I started feeling that the manic, the mania coming back, man, I, I felt it tickling at my brain, mm -hmm. my Simpsons induced insanity. It was starting to when Oh, the, 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 we had thought that was gone away at the end of season 13. Mm -hmm. We were like, okay. Actually, it was the beginning of season 13 when Mike Scully left. We were like, maybe, maybe this is the end. Maybe you can put that away. No, it's still here. Uh, it's not yeah. gone anywhere. Uh -huh. Not good. Yep. Unfortunately. Not, not good. Oh, well. So, Lisa is sad. Bart is happy. Uh, it's time for a field trip. Uh, Why? Matching fanny packs. Well, because we need something to happen to cause a resolution. So, it's like, hey, it's time for a field trip. How about character development? Again, that takes a lot of effort. And, you know, quality writing is just, no, Robbie, no, you, we, we don't have time for that kind of stuff, okay? It's too difficult. Okay, good to know. So instead, field trip. So what we're going to do here is we're going to go on a field trip. Bart and Lisa get matching fanny packs from uh, Marge because, you know, they they have to. Uh, obviously, they are paired together because uh, the third grade uses the buddy system, which cannot fail in any possible way. Because if someone's missing, your buddy will tell them. So any one child is missing, you're totally covered. But if you lose two, well, maybe you're good, maybe you're not. It's like a raid array. That's why you don't, that's why you don't want to use raid five. You want to use raid six, so you have two extra drives hanging around. That's why you have two extra buddies. That's why you do a three-way buddy system that cannot fail under any circumstances. 
This is not a bad idea, Matt. The buddy system or what? Having Bart and Lisa be buddies on a field trip. Like, oh, no, no. I, that's like the only thing in this episode that makes sense. Like, okay. Are you, what are you going to do to make, like, if this episode was at all efficient, this is the point of the episode where they start to realize they actually do like each other. You know, they start getting closer together as they are forced to. But at none of it. They, they get abused by Archie teens, as you say, for no reason, for no, it does nothing. It, it takes forever. <sighs> it's okay. It's okay, Robbie. Anyway, uh, there's also a weird bit where they're abused by some old teens that look like Archie characters, kind of, and they're in a weird car. That's what I'm saying. Man. It just, and it, but the teens drive up and they're, yeah, they're not actual, they're we should say, because the actual characters from Archie have been in The Simpsons, it's not actually the Archie characters. It's just teens that are dressed like that in an old-style car. Mm-hmm. But they drive up, they bully, they're... How old are these kids? Teenagers? High schoolers, at least. Yeah. Why are they insulting ten year a 10-year-old and an 8-year-old? Little tiny kids! Because that's what you do when you become a teenager, is you, you bully the kids younger than you. Because you always punch down, Robbie. You never punch up. But why? I, and they drive up. They insult him. It takes like 30 seconds. Then they drive away. And I'm thinking, oh, God, it's finally. They're gone. Thank you. And then they, they reverse, insult them some more, and then reverse out of frame. Why? Why is this here? Because they needed time. I'm it's assuming. not funny. It's not funny. It doesn't. It makes Bart and Lisa. They call Bart and Lisa like boyfriend and girlfriend. So they they are grossed out. So they let go of their hands, and then they come back and ins- I- Oh man, yeah. I know, Robbie. I know. I, I okay. We'll get through this. I promise. I, so <laughs> they're abused by the Archie teens. They go to the state capital because that's where their field trip is too. Uh, they they walk around the state capitol. We see the capital city goofball, who is apparently a state senator and spent way more than anyone should ever spend uh, to become a state senator. He said that eight million dollars of his own money, which state senator state senate election campaign campaigns don't cost that much, at least in most states. I can't imagine a state like whatever one of the, the you know Simpsons are in cost that much. But anyway, so uh, but while they're there, uh, there's a controversy over the uh, state flag because apparently. Springfield is in a northern state, and for some reason, they have an extremely, extremely racist flag. Uh, so, the third grade teacher, uh, ooh, I don't know if we can ever get a last name for her. Um, we, we have a first name at some point. Do we? I don't remember anything about her. Uh, I don't know either, but I think Skinner says it once. Anyway, she decides that they're going to design a new state flag. Okay, this is the kind of thing teachers do when you're on field trips. Hey, tonight, go back to your room, design us a new state flag. Lisa, of course, being the overachiever, actually makes a new state flag. Uh, something about inclusion. I can't remember. Um, but Bart being Bart, uh, after he overhears Lisa tell Marge uh, that the, the whole class is getting tired of his antics, was how should she know? Or how would she know that? Because we don't ever see her talking to any of the other third graders. It makes so I think me she's just making it up. So I shouldn't be angry. Man, I shouldn't be angry. I should calm should. down. But... Th- why this is this is so lazy it's this is the the diction the pick pitch perfect dictionary definition 
of telling and not showing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could have scenes of Lisa making friends with third graders and mm-hmm. Bart being awkward or trying to act like he's cool and they don't like him because he's the weird older kid. That is a scene you could write and it would be a good scene. It would advance character. It would advance plot. And you could throw a couple jokes in there if you're really, you know, industrious. Whoa, Robbie. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And But instead of actually writing the scene that would show us this stuff, we just have Lisa telling Marge on the telephone, except we never saw it. We never saw Lisa do anything about it. So there's no there's no basis for it. Why is this here? It doesn't make any sense. It's just a shortcut. It's a lazy, lazy shortcut. Yep, you are dead on. You are 100% correct. And why – okay, continue, Matt, please. Sorry. All right. So we're, we're, we're going to work past this, I promise you, Robbie. Anyway, uh, so at this point, uh, the Lisa tells uh, Marsh that the whole class is getting tired of Bart, and Bart you know, responds because that's what Bart does, and he messes up the flag. Uh, so he basically changes uh, – I forget what Lisa's flag says, but it's, it's something, you know – lovey and whatnot so bart changes it uh to move the people around and change it to the learn to fart state so the next morning uh when they go to present their new flags to the governor who is mary bailey which is a good nod to continuity or continuity uh it's mary bailey from uh two eyes on every fish and or three eyes on every fish and two cars and every whatever uh <laughs> what mr burns ran for governor mm-hmm. that's the one good thing about this episode that's my high point right there before you ask they remembered mary bailey is the governor and but she, of course, freaks out that, oh, no, a third grader made a flag that says learn to fart. And she just absolutely loses her mind at this and starts crying. I, I, and I, 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 why? One, one, Matt, one. Why does Mary Bailey freak out about a flag that says learn to fart? Uh, she has a crippling fear of farts, obviously. I'm going to remind everyone listening who hasn't watched this episode. You should watch this episode, by the way. If you've gotten this far, you haven't watched it, don't watch it. It's terrible. It's awful. Um, it's a waste of 20 minutes. You can do anything with those 20 minutes, and it's a better use of your time. Stare off into space. You're doing better. Um, <laughs> their current flag, the current state flag, has the 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 rebel flag on it. The Confederate flag. Mm-hmm. The current, I would repeat this, the current state flag of whatever state they live in has the Confederate flag on it. Mary Bailey sees a flag that says learn to fart on it made by a third grader. I don't care who the third grader is. She doesn't know who Lisa is. I'm well, unless she somehow remembers she visited the Simpsons house once upon a time, but she looks at the flag and starts crying and yelling like a mad person. Like this is the behavior of a lunatic. And she, so she gets upset and this, why does Lisa care so much? I really could not tell you uh, because Lisa should be used to these kind of things by Bart because uh, we'll, as we will see in Act 3, uh, because this is how we end the act, uh, Lisa freaks out as well. She's so mad at Bart that she attacks him, which is just strange. I mean, Lisa's gotten mad before, but it, I don't know. I, it's, they don't give us a reason for Lisa to actually care. Like – Sure, she is an overachiever. She wants to have good grades. She gets an A minus earlier in the episode. We heard that, and it upsets her, especially when Bart gets an A and then an A plus. That upsets her too, because she's used to being the smart one. She used to be number one. Sure, but 
this flag thing was like a last second assignment. Who? Why does it matter? It's not like she's going to like it, you have to set that stuff up. Give us an expectation of more than, hey, you remember Lisa? She likes doing good. So you, she did bad. So uh, she's uh, angry. I'm like, that's not. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. What happens, Matt? We go to a commercial. Oh, good. Uh, 14 minutes to 27 seconds in. We go to a commercial. Uh-huh. I, I will also add, we you meant how much we've talked about how much this episode is filler. It's just empty emptiness, just yep. ra- random crap. I mean, we're going to get to a point where there's a whole bunch of uh, a long scene with a bunch of rednecks in the woods or yokels or whatever, and I don't get the point of it. No, and there's so much padding in this episode, and it's a full-length intro. Like the you know we were talking about you know early on in the in this run early on when Algene came back in the very last season thir- season thirteen we noticed you know that hey they cut the intro short you know they obviously were, were trying to finagle the length of the intro so that they would have more time to tell a story include more stuff in their episode this is back to Scullier techniques of no full long full length intro uh, make sure it's a long couch gag. Uh, we don't want to have to write too much. We want to have as little as possible in this episode and everything. And that's incredible to me, considering how little actual story or character is in this thing. It's just a bunch of random cutaway crap. Mm-hmm. And like Matt said, we come back. Lisa is angry at Bart and not just like upset or frustrated. She tries to kill him. She's choking him with her necklace. She literally pops off her necklace to to garrote Bart. Why? Because Bart embarrassed her in front of the governor. Obviously, Robbie. But why does that matter? You have to show us why that matters to Lisa. I don't know why I have to explain this to people who tell... These are both... I, I guess it's the writer's room that I really should be talking to and to the entire creative staff because all of those people worked on this and made it happen. But th- mm-hmm. all these people are veterans. They've worked on the show for years and years and years. Al Jean was there since near the very beginning of the show. You have to show us why it matters. Like you have, like if, if Lisa's like summer four for two, Lisa gets so mad. Like that's the other time. Like I can think of a time where she literally snapped you know, when she has the honey bear in her hand and she grabs Bart by the collar and squeezes the honey out of the bear. And then Marge comes back in and she's normal again. She's so upset because he cost her friendship with these new kids. And we the whole episode is about that. The whole episode is about Lisa building these new friendships, one she's never had before, making herself a cool person. I know Bart has cost her that. And now, so she's upset with him. All Bart has done with this is make a flag say fart. Mm-hmm. And so she's going to kill him. So she tries to kill him. Uh, they end up falling down like a little hill, rolling through some brush. And then they realize that they are left. They were left behind by the field trip. Ha ha. They left without you. They left without you too, you idiot. If I'm such an idiot, how come I'm the smartest kid in the third grade? Because you've already done it once. You've lost me. Oh, forget it. Hey, how do we get back? No problem. We'll just circle around like those kids in the Blair Witch Project. I must be getting close. I recognize that girl. Yep. Yep. So they they get their... 
So the teacher misses them, realizes that they're not, doesn't realize they're not on the bus. So they drive away because of the foolproof buddy system. And here's my question, Matt. Mm-hmm. They were just at the state capitol, right? Yes. They left the state capitol. Gigantic building. I've been to capitol buildings, even state capitol buildings. They're big, huge Surrounded, right. and you're and you're wondering. I think I know what you're wondering. You're wondering how did they fall down a hill into some woods nearby, and now they can't see that building. Is is that what you're asking, Robbie? I. It's more than just can. How can they not see that building? How can they just go? Hey, we should just climb back up that hill. We'll be fine. Well, the problem, Robbie, is what you're forgetting is that they actually passed through a wormhole on the way down the hill. Uh, I'm pretty sure they actually fell into a hobbit hole and came out somewhere in New Zealand, and that's why it's so hard to find them now. I. It's just. Again, if you're going to have things happen to your characters, make it make sense. We li- literally we watched them walk out of the Capitol building on near the bus and then they fall down a hill. It's not a big hill. They don't it's it's they roll for like 15 seconds and then they're at the bottom of the hill and then the bus leaves. OK, the bus is gone. But the city hasn't disappeared. They're still in capital. Remember Capital City? How big Capital City is, Matt? Tony Bennett singing about Capital City. They're driving down Capital, the roads to Capital City. Do you ever see trees in Capital City? I do not, because Capital City is a big city. Ask Tony Bennett. Exactly. And you certainly don't see woods. You don't see suddenly a big forest outside of a Capitol building. But this is what this episode is asking us to believe. Oh yeah, they just they got lost in the woods. In that's within walking distance of a Capitol building. Even if it was a gigantic park, you still could not. Lisa and Bart may not baby children, but they're not idiots. Lisa in particular, she could just go, "Hey, we just fell down that hill. Let's just walk back up it. It's not that steep." This is what this episode has gotten me to. I'm yelling about yep. hills. So. Ha! Yelling about uh, hills. Yelling y'all. about hills. So, uh, uh, they realize Bart and Lisa are missing eventually later on, I guess. Uh, the teacher is suddenly very sad that she lost ki- children. Or, I guess they've lost many children like this because they have a memorial set up. Uh, it's a joke. Hey, they made a joke about how they made this joke before, Matt. They did. It's weird how that happens. I, okay. So, Skinner breaks the news to Marge and Homer. Hello, Principal Skinner. A parent who waves a right to Sue says what? What? Got it. Hey, you can't fool us. We're from the Learn to Fart State. <sighs> Bird and Lisa are lost in Capital City and presumed crying. Oh, <gasps> my poor babies. I'm so sorry. Lisa's a very special little girl and we'll spare no expense in finding her. Well, what about Bart? We're looking, but in the meantime, the class clown pro tem will take his place. Kawabunga! Even, even, even Skinner says it. He says they're lost in Capital City. No, they're not. They're lost in the woods. One is, they're different things. Why can't the show just get it right? Can't they say they got lost? Even if it's gonna be, like, be stupid and say, oh, they got lost in the woods. Can't Skinner just say they got lost in the woods outside of Capital City? You would make, yeah, you would think it would make I, sense. I, I can't even get their facts straight. So they're lost in the woods. They're wandering. We don't really even see that much of this. Um. So 
I guess it's the first night that they've been lost, I assume. Right. That we see them lying next to a tree, trying to sleep, and Lisa is cold, and that is when we get some unearned emotion. You cold? What do you care? Here. Thanks. Where'd you get? Oh. Bard, you're my big brother. You should act like it more often. You know, protect me from the bad things in the world. Well, as far as nerdy little sisters go, you're the coolest. Thanks, Bart. And I'm sorry I sabotaged your flag. I'm sorry I got us lost out here. Oh, and I'm sorry I sawed the heads off your Malibu Stacy dolls. Okay, you go. I don't think I've done anything else. Okay, I'll go again. Remember when your bike was mangled by gypsies? Yes. Yeah, funny story. One day I was really bored, and Dad left a steamroller idling in the driveway. Why do they reconcile, Matt? Because the plot requires it, Robbie. I mean, I'm not... I understand. I know, I know, Matt. I'm not... When I ever... I ask you questions, it's not always just because I don't know the answer. Sometimes it's mm -hmm. hypotheticals to, you know, provoke conversation. And I know that's why it happens. Is because the plot dictates. Plot, it's plot magic they need to they need it to happen so it does but we don't see them they don't have a bonding moment in during the day while they're lost we don't we don't get any scenes of them like walking through the woods together and being helpful to each other we don't get anything we just get this correct why i couldn't tell you because this is it's not they make up because that's all that they have time to do I disagree, um, Matt. There was six minutes of bad satellite television jokes. No, 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 Robbie. Those are required. Otherwise, you wouldn't know it was funny. Well, you wouldn't know this was a comedy show. I'm not sure this is a comedy show, Matt. <laughs> well, Robbie, obviously you don't get the advanced humor that they're putting forth. I've watched the Sim. I've watched a lot of The Simpsons, uh, and season fourteen so far. It feels like a cruel joke. It doesn't really feel like a... It feels closer to touch the stove than it does feel like a, a comedy, uh -huh. I should say. So, they get they reconcile for no reason. We don't really understand. Oh, uh, Lisa's cold. That's why. Lisa's cold. That's all it takes. Um, Marge and Homer go to Capital City to track, track down the kids. Why? Because they're their parents and they would do a better job. But do they find them though? Are they so they were so Marge and Homer go they they go to Capital City and they actually and they find the kids right? No, no. It turns out that uh, a bunch of uh, forest people, I guess, including uh, an old man who got lost on a field trip and then married a bear, uh, are the ones who find them. They get so they. Get, what do you mean married a bear? They literally married a bear. He did married a redheaded tall woman who is actually a bear. Although, you know, the opinions on this differ between her and him, obviously. Yeah. Um, so Marge and Homer go there for no reason, you're saying? Correct. Okay. And Bart and Lisa are found by these yokels in the woods. Why? Because they need to find some way to get them back to civilization. So they find these yokels, uh, rural folk, hillbillies, if you will, uh, who offer them to, to you know, Give them a give them a ride back to town. Uh, however, they have not been to town in probably decades because they're looking for the new spy magazine. So somehow this hillbilly clan has a way to get back into town, but has not been there for decades. But 
offers them a ride. And they're also in the woods that are adjacent to a capital, the capital building. Are close enough within driving distance of, of you know, not very long. Okay. Um, what happened? How did Marge and Homer get back then? If they're, are they, how do they know that Bart and Lisa got rescued? They don't. They just show up. All right. Good. Good to know. Um, so, yeah, everything, they just, they, they just go, they're back in Springfield. We just cut to this last scene. Um, here, here's the ending. It's bad. Oh, my special little guys. You're okay. You're okay. And Maggie, you no longer have to live with the burden of replacing Bart and Lisa. Well, if this episode has taught us anything, it's that nothing works better than the status quo. Bart, you're promoted back to the fourth grade. Yay! And Lisa, you have a choice. You may continue to be challenged in third grade or return to second grade and be merely a big fish in a small pond. Big fish! Big fish! Oh, The status quo. The status quo? Hi, caramba! That's just sad. Thank you, Skinner, for ending the episode with what we're all thinking. This, I hate this. <laughs> no, I, thanks, I hate this. Correct. You're correct to feel that way. I hate this. So, one, they make a really lazy self-referential joke about returning to the status quo. And like, and when I, you know, Matt, you are, you are, a, a, you're a critic of DOS Bus and the ending of DOS Bus. Correct. It's stuff like this that I'll point to and say that, that at least in comparison, DOS Bus is a little bit more clever than this, where they make an entire episode about nothing, advances no plot, no story, no character, no jokes in it. And then they go, oh, let's go back this. Hey, remember, you remember how lazy we are about getting back to the status quo here? We're going to do it right now. Watch us. And in doing so, in doing so they put bart back to the 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 fourth grade again no reason literally no reason like their their reason for doing it is we need to return to the status quo of our television show like that is stated by skinner himself and then and i find this more rage inducing honestly which might say something about me where they ask lisa Hey, would you rather continue to be challenged in the third grade, maybe get some A minuses, or would you like to go back to the second grade, back to you know how when life where life is easy? Well, obviously, Robbie Lisa hates challenges, so and Lisa doesn't just go, oh, if I you know what she doesn't you know acquiesce you know you know you know sadly or go you maybe it might be a better fit, you know I have friends there et cetera et cetera I'm gonna go back. No, she jumps up and down and yells. Stat send me back. I big fish, big fish. Entirely contrary to Lisa's character, and in contrary to what this episode is would be theoretically about if it was a if it was about something, if you're gonna choose something to make this episode about, that's what I would do. But they don't like what there is a there's a brief moment in this episode where it seems like it could be about Lisa struggling with these feelings about how she's not doing as well as she wants in third grade. And so she thinks, oh, maybe I should go back to second grade because it's more comfortable. 
Like, if there was anything in this episode about that, I would give, I would cut this ending a little bit of slack. But there literally is not even a single moment of this episode that is about Lisa struggling with her feelings. She never has one reflective moment. She never, all we get is a, is 20 minutes of random garbage. This episode is not about anything. It has no theme. Its tone is all over the place. It, it, I will say this, Matt, I, I listened to that last clip. I will say there is one joke that I like in this episode. It reminded me. I like the little the little gag of Mar- of uh, Maggie throwing away the little tiny skateboard and saxophone. I like that. That's true. I like that one gag. It lasts for six seconds, but I do enjoy it. Try and be positive. Um, I can't. I I don't know if my brain was trying to like protect me. My like from the in the past, me was trying to protect protect future me from remembering too much about this terrible, terrible episode, but this is as bad and as nonsensical as most of the Scully ears. It, it there's yeah, nothing, there's nothing in it. This episode might as well not exist. <sighs> I know you love it, man. I'm sorry to attack your episode like this. Yes, that's true. It's one of my favorite episodes of all times. I didn't watch this episode and shudder at several parts. I don't, I don't know how I forgot. It's this bad. Me neither, because I remember this going, oh, okay, I'm in this episode. I, I have some fond memories of, you know, Bart and Lisa not liking each other, the the big fish in the small pond thing. I don't think I, re- I remembered why that was funny. I was just like, oh, that, that's cute. But in context, it's terrible, just like everything else. It's, yeah, it's, I, I can't even, I don't know what to, how to, we'll rank it at the end of the show. Hey, Matt. Oh, Robbie, is this episode broken? Yes. No, you were right the first time with that quick fix idea. Let's see. Quick fix. Quick fix. Uh-huh. Absolutely. I can't. If this isn't broken, I don't know what is. Yeah, that this is pretty much it. This is as, as bad as it gets. But, Robbie, how can we fix this? <laughs> That's the real question. <laughs> okay, aside from just throwing it in the garbage can and never thinking about it again, uh, which is not an option for us. Matt, we have to, you know, we, we have the technology. We can rebuild it. Um, throw away all the satellite TV garbage. Don't need any of it. Uh, throw that all. Throw that all away. That goes. That gets. That gets cut. We're gonna cut that out of the script. Uh, I the, the I think the central central conflict of this episode is still Lisa and Bart both are in the third grade. They're in a class together in Springfield Elementary. And I think you focus on, yeah, I would say Bart does do better than normal and Lisa struggles. I would just make it, it's not necessarily about her, about Bart being smarter than her. I would say Bart just quickly makes new friends in the third grade and Lisa struggles academically. That would be perfect because that's something we've shown Bart is good at is making friends because people like him. He's, he's very personable. He's basically a politician with an instructive streak. And maybe Bart doesn't do as badly uh, because he knows a few things. And uh, this is where I would have it. I would have them do the same. Bart does the same as Lisa and Lisa freaks out at that. She's not she's used to being the high achiever. But when Bart ends up doing the same because he's done all this before and he makes friends, it puts Lisa in a disadvantaged position. That's more realistic than Bart doing better than her. And it we we aren't put in this position where Bart suddenly is asking Lisa, "Hey, I'll help you, I'll tutor you, et cetera, et cetera." Like, well, that's what does that have to do? Like, you can you could have that and Lisa have it reject it, but you can't make it a joke. It has to be real. 
It has to be Bart actually, maybe Bart actually sees that Lisa's struggling and maybe says, hey, we could study together. And that Bart extending an olive branch, Lisa rejects it. It causes hurt feelings. And then we start to get to Lisa questioning, maybe I shouldn't be in the third grade. Maybe I should go back to second grade where I'm comfortable. Maybe she sees her friends playing on the playground from her her class window. They don't they don't have the same schedule anymore, so she doesn't see her friends anymore. She thinks about this. She ponders all this stuff. You could still have them go on a field trip. They can still have the buddy system together. And you could I, I wouldn't have them get lost in the woods. I would just use the trip as a way to highlight, you know, they they get they I think they have hurt feelings at the beginning and they start to bond. And then by the end of the trip, Lisa realizes is not this is nothing to do with Bart. This is all about her and her feelings about being in a third grade and being challenged about something. And sure, at the end of the episode, she has to go back to the second grade and Bart has to go back to the fourth grade. But you just do it like you should, where Skinner goes, Bart, good job. You're back in the fourth grade. And Lisa goes, she realizes that, hey, I do appreciate being challenged. And it's not the challenge that necessarily is bothering me, but I'm, I don't have my peer group around me. I don't feel comfortable here. I'm going to go back to the second grade. And go- that would make complete sense. It would be fine. But instead, they just have this insanity, a bunch of garbage, no plot, no story, no character. And I, and it's not even that, like, it. if I think, Matt, again, if this was just funny, I'd forgive most of it. I would say, oh, it's a kind of an empty episode that's just kind of a bunch of laughs. But I, but it's still be funny. It's something. But there's just no... I just don't find any of it funny. It's a like reality show jokes. Like maybe that was... T- like in 2002, maybe that still was funny. I... We're, it does... That's not the type of humor that holds up. It doesn't last. <sighs> make it... And make... Getting lost in the woods outside of a state capital? What? No sense. Yeah. I'm with you, Robbie. I don't know what we could do to ever have any like I okay. resolution here. I, I I mean I think that's the thing. We talk about fixing episodes. And I don't and I think a lot of people don't think about the underlying plot of comedies, but they have to make sense. They have to be strong, even. They are the scaffolding of which you hang your jokes upon. Like it doesn't have to be an original plot. Hell, the Simpsons have done the same plot themselves. Dozens of times. Do- yes. Dozens of times. It doesn't have to be original, but it has to make sense because these characters have to be real for it to be funny. At least in the Simpsons. That's the way it was built. You're not Family Guy. You're not Rick and Morty. And if you're going to like all I thought about all the all the time we were watching that well, I was watching this Matt, was about intergalactic cable, Rick and Morty's intergalactic t- cable episodes which i don't even like that much but those are leagues better than this with the similar like hey flipping through channels watching weird stuff happen well yeah because those at least had some core of interestingness because they were completely improv so you had an aspect of creativity to it It, and they're insane like the problem is like oh it's a joke about like reality show about people putting their hands in stoves a clock channel oh yep Uh Channel. Yeah, we can move on to our next segment. It's time for comments on the news group. 
Okay, here we are. Alt.nerd.obsessive. Comments and news groups where I come to the old alt.tv.simpsons news group. Actually, I don't. I go through nohomers.net forum, and I look at what people thought about the episode after it debuted. Um, I believe the people on that forum at the time were in some kind of mass psychosis, Matt. Why did they enjoy this episode? They thoroughly enjoyed this episode, most of them at least. Well, maybe they had some kind of psychotic break. I felt like I had a psychotic break just watching it. Um, but under 10% gave this a 2 or 1 out of 5, which means more than 90% of this, 90% of the people who rev- reviewed this, or at least ranked it, rated it, gave thought this was a C or better, who thought this was a 3 or 4 or 5 out of 5. The majority was 4 out of 5. Nor- nearly 40, 45.5% thought this was a 4 out of 5. Maybe they just hate Bart and Lisa and, and like episodes where they don't act normal. I, I've got a, I've pulled a few reviews, get a sampling. Uh, great episode. Witty comedy. No stupid Homer jokes where he's getting hurt or screaming. Story did kind of trail off near the end, but it was still entertaining. It was great to see Bart and Lisa make up at the end instead of hating each other. Yeah, sure. Four out of five. Um, next, pretty good episode plot-wise. Fairly sane. No crazy adventures, no screaming Homer, and fairly down to earth. Now they just need to make it funnier. C. I want to say that the vast majority, I didn't pull all, all these reviews, but the vast majority were four out of fives and enjoyed it thoroughly, much like that first review. But I did pull one negative, uh, a two out of five. I strongly dislike this episode, the story for the most part, okay, except for the final act, but many of the gags I just found lame. And I'm particularly sick of reality TV jokes. Just bugs me when the Simpsons make jokes about pop culture. I find it very irritating. Parts I liked were Homer and Flanders', Homer and Flanders conversation and the great couch gag. And there was the rest of the episode, which irritated me a lot, especially the last part. Inbred lost field trip people, Tom Brokaw is bulimic, discolored goofball. What the hell was that rap and safety thing about? Anyways, I've been pretty disappointed with all of season 14 so far, but because of the couch guy, I get an odd laugh here and there. I'll give it a two out of five. It's more. See, that seems like a appropriate response. It does. I, but there weren't that many of them. Most people were glowing with their praise. I don't know what they watched because it's plain as day. Maybe it's just because we've done this enough times, Matt, but whew, 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 doofa. Uh, we can move on to our next segment. It's time for the listener question of the week. Let's try one more number. <gasps> Yellow. KBBL is going to give me something stupid. Well, hot dog, we have a wiener. Yellow. Our listener question of the week this week is what celebrity guest would you write into the show? So many great answers. We have our Facebook page again. So uh, thankfully, that will not have to go away. All those nice people who respond to it on Facebook can still do that. Our listener question. First from Andrew, friend of the show. His answer is F. Murray. Abraham. <laughs> but seriously, he's great. And I could see him playing a velvet-tongued rival to Mr. Burns. Mm. Sure. Uh, from Ash, Elvira. I know they have Boobarella as a parody, but come on. She would add so much comedy being placed where she wasn't meant to. Uh, from James, I'm honestly surprised The Rock has yet to appear on The Simpsons. His natural charisma and fantastic sense of humor seem tailor-made for the show. Uh, from Andy, Gilbert Godfrey, his voice alone would make a great character. Seems like he and Homer would get along well. Uh, from Jason, uh, I've always thought it weird that Chris Elliott has never been on the show. There's lots of insane things you could do with him, but I think having his character move on in on the other side of Flanders be a hundred times more annoying than Homer until the entire town wants him to kill him dead would be full of good comic bits. Chris Elliott 
seems like he should have been in an episode of The Simpsons at some point, but he's he's maybe a little too weird for The Simpsons at this point. They they play it too safe. Maybe most of the a time. little bit, yeah. Uh, from Chris, Tim Curry. I'm shocked he never made an appearance before. His voice doesn't have the same strength since he had that stroke a few years ago, but I still freak out if he landed a guest spot on the show. I yes, Tim Curry. I love Tim Curry. Uh, from Abby, Nick Offerman. He would play the instructor of a father-son woodworking class that Bart and Homer take together. Bart ends up having a talent for it and gets taken under Offerman's character's wing and explores similar themes as Saturdays of Thunder, but with Nick Offerman, Nick Offerman so it would better be better automatically. And Nick Offerman's an actual woodworker, so there's even that. Uh, yeah. from, from Jenny, Anthony Hopkins. I could listen to him and talk every second of every day. He makes He could read the back of a cereal box and make it sound interesting. As Westworld has, has shown me, if you need exposition delivered and make it sound interesting, you hire Anthony Hopkins. Have you have you have you seen that interview floating around where he talks to Brad Pitt? I have not. I everyone should read it. It is madness. Uh, they, they are both crazy. Uh, for Brian Lynn Manuel Miranda, I'd like to see him play a teacher who uses rap to get his students engaged. It could be Bart's version of Lisa's substitute. It's a good idea. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, from Alistair, I'd write in Christopher Plummer because he's the, he'd be the oldest living guest star, maybe a parody of The Sound of Music. Never, you never need an excuse to punch more Nazis in the face. So it's worse for me. Uh, Lauren, I have a tie between Elijah Wood and Josh Gad. They're very talented and have done voice acting in the past. Josh Gad could play a rambunctious singing child who aggravates Bart. Elijah Wood could play a character similar to season two Flanders who annoys Homer. Who wouldn't want to see a Simpsons episode with Olaf or Frodo? Uh, from Chris at Ciliato, uh, Burt Kreischer, him and Homer can be a shirtless comedy team for the ages. That'd be a good duo. Put him and Homer together. Yeah. Uh, Lauren at El Columbia 88, Tom Hiddleston. He's got a great comedic side. Great for a Simpsons episode. Uh, employee made at, uh, at O Benjamin. I'm surprised they haven't gotten voice actress Tara Strong on for a minor character. Yeah. Oh man, she would be amazing. There's so many of these, you know, a new, new generation of voice actors that the Simpsons have just... <laughs> oh they cost money we can't no we can't use them yeah. uh what are you saying matt oh, i was just saying uh, a, a whole bunch of the voice actors i mean uh we could have a, an entire crew of just star wars voice actresses uh tara strong ashley Eckstein, vanessa marshall would be amazing on here but no they cost money and you know, <laughs> to be fair most of them are already under contract for disney so uh, just i mean yeah they're right there uh jeremy at mike's is out mike i think that's supposed to be a monsters inc reference with his twitter name i'm not sure mike Zalski, mike Zazowski, i think is what it, i think <laughs> i think that's what he's going for i honestly love kim petras i think she'd be a great guest on the show if properly executed it could be really be something special and finally from denise and karma at Simpsonology, lizzo uh, we've already told Al Jean to do this sooner rather than later. He says Lizzo is a big deal in the Gene Gillis house. Also, it's just weird that Mark Mech Mark Metcalf has never been on. He's so freaking versatile. Yes, Lizzo would be great. Also, Mark Metcalf should have been on I, again. Another got people that they've those. It feels Mark Metcalf like again one of those people that should have should have been on like season five. You would think he'd been there back then. What's your That's answer, true. Matt? Uh, my answer is actually uh, it's, it's kind of a twofer. Uh, first of all, Paul F. Tompkins. Uh, as far as I know, he's never been on the show. I searched, didn't find anything. I feel like he would yeah. be amazing as anything. Just have him be Mr. Peanut Butter, but on The Simpsons. That's exactly what I, that's what I was going to say. Him and Will Arnett could – he should guess and Will Arnett could come back and they could be some kind of duo that does something wacky with the family and it would be amazing and I would, I would pay to watch that episode. It would probably be terrible, but I would try. <laughs> I mean, you get what you get. You said you, that was that was number one. Is that what was number two? 
number two uh, would be uh, bringing back, uh, or I don't, uh, would be a pairing of uh, Amy Poehler and Tina Fey, both of who have been on The Simpsons as the separate characters. I want them to do a duo as well because it would be just wonderful because they're amazing. I was thinking hard about this answer, Matt, and mm-hmm. I came up with brilliance. Simpsons writers, if I know you don't listen to this show because we're very mean to you, but I have this idea. You can have it for free. You have Matt Mercer, Ooh. famous dungeon master and voice actor in his own right, appear and have a Simpsons Dungeons and Dragons episode where he DMs the family playing Dungeons and Dragons and we see their adventures. It's like a, and it that could be, be like a, a, a like, I would, hey, free idea, free episode. It's easy. You could easily mine. You make, and you could make fun of them with that, what kind of characters they are. You know, Lisa's a bard. Bart's a rogue. Marge is, what would Marge be, man? What class? What D&D class? Probably a cleric. Yeah, that's, that's very, Marge is, I think, a cleric. Homer, barbarian? Yeah, because he he wants to fight things, but he's not disciplined enough to be a fighter, so probably a, a and he's angry, rages. Yeah, it's all there. I mean, Lisa, Lisa's the one; she'd have to multi-class bar druid, I would think. Probably, yeah. If they want to, if they want to make a multi-class joke, that's what you do, right? I'm very proud of myself for that answer. Next week's question: <laughs> What one thing would you change about the status quo to freshen up the show? Hmm. That's a tough one. Talk about we. The end of this episode is all about status. Returning is just status quo. But hey, we're we Simpsons are now owned by Disney. They can do. They can go bold new directions, right? Sure, they can. So what's hey? What's a new status quo that could make the show fresh? But this question, I'll I'll put this question on all our social media on Facebook, Facebook.com slash the Simpsons Show Pod, Twitter at Simpsons Show Pod. And you can email us at simpsonshowpod at gmail.com. Next up, Matt, it is time for the No Google Trivia Challenge. I am too smart. I am too smart. S-M-R-T. I mean S-M-A-R-T. The No Google Trivia Challenge for Matt and I each challenge each other with three trivia questions. One easy, one medium, one hard, and try and stump the other. We are tied so far. Two to two. After two episodes. Give me an easy question, Matt. All right. Your easy question. Homer finds out his middle name is what in Doan in the Wind? J. You are correct. Literally, that was easy enough for you. Literally, J. J A Y. J A Y. Uh, all, all your questions, man, come from the Secret War of Lisa Simpson. Oh, how about that? What does Bart do that gets him sent to military school? Uh, he puts a whole bunch of uh, what do you call the little announcer bullhorn things together, and then causes a gigantic explosion that wrecks half the town, megaphones. And ruins everyone's hearing. Megaphones. megaphones. There you go. Megaphones. Is it, is it a rap master? I don't I think they're just regular megaphones. I don't think oh, they're okay. rap masters. Uh, what is my medium question? About? Your medium question. What are the names of the two hippies that Homer hangs out with? Oh God. Oh man. Oh, I should know this. Um. I could name the voice actors. <laughs> I could name the voice actors. So uh, good for you because I can't. But I, I know the character names. Uh, it, it, I mean, uh, I'm trying to think of the characters. Um, I'm blanking. I don't know, Matt. It is Seth and Munchie. Munchie was the one I. I knew there was like a normal name and a weird name. <laughs> 
Seth and Mun- Munchie. Uh, I mean, that's Munchie. it is very Those are hippie names. All right, they are hippie names. Okay, Matt, your easy, your medium question. What banana stickers are on the police radio? Okay, you've got your Chiquita, uh, your Mr. Banana, uh, Gorilla's Choice, um, Bananco. That's all I can remember. You got three out of four, Matt. Oh, dang. What's the fourth one? It was, there was no Mr. Banana. Oh, okay. There was a Del Monte. Del Monte. Of course, the real one. <laughs> Yes, Chiquita and That's Del Monte. The yeah, you the Del Monte, and then there's been Bananco and Gorilla's Choice. Yes, okay. I'm very sorry. Fair enough. All right, your hard question: Oof. What is in the juice that Homer distributes, making the town high? Uh, other than marijuana, I, I don't remember. Like, do you want me to list all the things? Is that what you want? Yes, I, I want you to list what Chief Wiggum says is in it. Oh God, ah, uh, that's not happening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can stop right now and save us some time. I don't. Okay, uh, I'll hear. How can you tell me how many things there are? No, I cannot. Uh, uh, okay, uh, carrots, uh, lettuce, um, uh, broccoli, weed. I don't. I don't know. Okay. Well, you got one of them. <laughs> uh, it's carrots and peyote. Carrots and peyote. Just peyote. Okay. It was peyote. Okay. It was not marijuana because no. I. Can't imagine uh, marijuana doing that to people. Getting them to have visions like that. I that's, guess that's that's, a, that's true. I, honestly, I'm pretty sure peyote doesn't give you visions like that. But I never tried, so I sure. couldn't tell you. Um. Also, uh, how much peyote are they growing? Honestly, uh, apparently a lot for personal consumption. Uh, yeah, how much juice out of it? Exactly. Your fun. Your your hard question, Matt. How many messages are on the police station's answering machine? Um, one hundred and nine. 75. Dang. Way off. It's getting harder and harder to get here by 10. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when I've, I remember when Simpsons are good. Yes, I do. <laughs> I want to go and watch this. Now. That's a great episode. Secret War Lisa Simpsons really good. Um, and we're still tied. 3-3 three, three after three episodes. We're, Matt and I Weird. are very consistent. We all we can always get the easy question, but the medium <laughs> ones are iffy and the hard is like, no way. I I, I should have known Seth, Seth and Munchie. I should have known that. There's no excuse. George Carlin. I should have known Del Monte. George Carlin, Martin Mull. Those are the, the voice, the two guys who did the voices. May George Carlin rest in peace. I wish he was still alive. God, I did we too. Could, we could really use him right now. Needed him. Yeah, field day. Um, we can move on to our final segment. Segment we end every single episode with. It's time for best episode ever. Best episode ever. Best episode ever is the part of the show. Men, I rank the episodes categorically. We watch them chronologically, eventually compiling a list of every episode ever and how good they are. I. This is. This is not offensively bad, so I think we can uh, keep it out of the bottom twenty or so. Uh, no. No, it's no, stupid. no. Okay. It's it's bottom ten, Matt. Bottom ten, really? Oh, bottom, yeah, okay. So sorry, I wasn't bottom. Bottom. This is bottom ten. This is worse than Bye Bye Nerdy. Wow. Worse, worse than Homer versus Dignity. Yes. Homer getting raped by a panda is better than this. That episode makes more sense than this. Homer I mean, true, but Homer that's has offensive. There are I understand Matt, but there are reasons things happen in Homer vs. Dignity. There's no reason anything happens in this episode. Okay, so what you're saying is it has to be lower than let's say 
Tennis the Menace, because Tennis the Menace is where, in our first episode, where things just don't make any damn sense. Because Tennis the Menace, my beloved, has brawl in the family, makes no sense. It's a madman by Marge, makes less, like, makes negative sense. In fact, hurts your brain, sweet as a poo, same way. All the ones below that, they just make zero sense. So it has to be in, in that range, is what you're saying. Somewhere in there. Okay. I think I'm, it's, I'm fine I, with that. I think it's below Bye Bye Nerdy for sure. And then we're, I think it's somewhere, I think it's above It's a Mad 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 Marge. I think below Bye Bye Nerdy, it's either, it's, you know, somewhere in within Parent Rap, Dennis the Metis, Brawl in the Family. I think it's in that three episode range, it's somewhere. Um, parent Rap is, parents get, oh right, oh, Parent Rap's also terrible. Um... I was just reading. I was trying to remind myself, what is it? What happens in the parent rap? So I don't remember. Test the Mess is also similarly awful. I don't know. These are all just. They're all offensively bad. That's why we have this area, Robbie. I know. Um, um, where, where, Matt, I need help. Guide me. Okay, I'm going to say this goes right beneath Brawl in the Family, right above It's a Mad, Mad, Mad Marge. Because It's a Mad, Mad, Mad Marge. It's offensively bad in its chain of logic. Brawl in the family sort of – things logically throw from one thing to another, but they kind of come in out of nowhere. This plot things happen with no reason for it. So that to me makes it more offensively bad. What happens in Brawl in the family? Uh, the family gets in a fight over a board game. Uh, they get assigned a so the the so they get assigned a uh, social worker. The oh, social worker Gabriel. And then Bo- Gabriel, yes. But then when they come home, they have the wives from Vegas. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. I don't. Mm. That's what I'm um, saying. Brawl in the family is right where I'm like I don't know. Hmm. Uh. Um. Huh. I am really torn on this one, Matt. This is harder than like naming number one on the list. Um, this episode is really bad. Uh, but so is oh Gabriel, and the Vegas wives come back. Ugh. I think this is better than Brawl in the Family. A little. I don't think it's better than Tennis the Menace. I think it's better than Brawl in the Family. No, wait. Okay. Maybe this is better than Tennis the Menace. I was just thinking about Tennis the Menace. It has all the family hating each other for no reason, and the tennis stars end up fighting, playing for them. And okay, I'm changing my. I'm I'm remembering these episodes, Matt. I think this is okay. better. I think this is better than the parent rap. Still worse than Bye Bye Nerdy. Okay, you don't care. You're fine. I'm, I don't really. I mean, parent rap. I could go either way on. Like I said, Tennis the Menace is the one. I'm just like, if you say so. Tennis the Menace. It's when I'm thinking, like, I'm thinking of these episodes ever. All of them make no sense. All of them have plot contrivances that are awful and stupid. But Tennis the Menace has all the, like, the family fighting amongst each other. The parent rap is just as stupid as this, except it also has them being mean to each other. This is confined to just Lisa and Bart. I'll put it above. the At least their kids... You can excuse their bad behavior slightly more than you can adults. That's my reasoning. That's all I got. Makes sense. Okay. New number 267 on our list is Bart versus Lisa versus the third grade. Bleh. Hey, Matt. Yes, Robbie. What's our next episode? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I mean, 
it's not going to be a good episode. I know that because it is, in fact, one of the most vile episodes of all time. Do, do, do you know which one it is, Robbie? Yeah, it's you just want to make the make the vein pop on my forehead? Yeah, it's large Marge. It's large Marge. It's the breast implant. Dear God, it's large Marge. It, it's the breast yeah. implant episode. Mm-hmm. It sure is. Which I can't. Ma- Matt, here here's my hope, okay? Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is my, it's a distant hope. It's a Hail Mary, but I have to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try. My hope is that, uh, all my memories of this is that it's empty and, va- and vapid and terrible. And a bunch of really lazy jokes about boobs. Yep. My hope is that upon a rewatch, it is actually a deep and impactful criticism about beauty. Oh, and, honey. And, and oh, s- oh. Let me have it, Matt. Please, just for a week. Sure. 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 Just for one week. Let me have it. It's gonna be real. It's gonna be really good. It's not gonna be a bunch of boob jokes for twenty minutes. Oh, you sweet summer child! It's it's. We're doing that next week. You guys can watch along with us. If I maybe you don't want to, maybe wait for us to tell you if it's okay, if it's all right, if it's worth even spending your time on. Uh, you can find this the list, the best episode ever list on our website. It's the simpsonshow dot com. There's links to everything there, our Facebook, our Twitter, our RSS feed. Uh, a link to our Patreon is there. So if you'd like to support the show and keep us keep the lights on so we can keep watching these great episodes of The Simpsons, we appreciate everyone who does and get a bunch of bonus podcasts along with it. Um, you can find me online on Twitter at Robbie Dorman. My website is RobbieDorman.com. You can find links to everything I do there, including all my other podcasts. Um, the Handsome Boys Comics Hour. It's about comic books. Serial Fanasis. about lots of nerdy stuff. Whatever I want to talk about with my friends. You can also find links there. Buy my books. All three of them. Uh, my newest novel underneath is a fro- a novel about a frozen terror, body horror, and paranoia in Antarctica. Uh, for fans of the thing, the terror, and body horror in general. Matt does not participate in social media. You will not find him. That's true, but I do read Robbie's books, and I actually think this is the best one ever. Although Conquest was also really good, and so was True. So buy this one, then go back and buy the other ones and read those two because they're really great. It's so nice, Matt. I'm Robbie, and I'm Matt. And keep watching The Simpsons. Except don't don't watch this one ever. Well, no, please don't. Please don't. Don't encourage them. Shh.